Welcome to Crude. This week, we have a couple of people in Berlin. We have Misty Malinga. Hello, guys. We have G, who's an experimental intimacy artist, erotic body worker, writer, and passionate squirter. That's me. Two seconds. Yeah, squirt. Squirt, squirt. Two seconds, three seconds. Okay, we're going to go back to some timing later. Joining us from London, again, as ever, is Effie. Hi. What's up? And dropping into London is our venerable, esteemable, amazing Elle. Venerable. I like that. Hey. And we're together, which I love. So happy. Better than shrill. I've moved from shrill to venerable. As some of you know, I I have a great knack of saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. And I said a word and I don't think Elle is ever going to forgive me. <laughs> I'm just going to endlessly take the piss. A few weeks ago, we talked about jobs for people who are a bit more insecure getting into um, sex parties and the like. And we had Lube Guy. We had the guy who can go to a gangbang and just hand out the lube, and he's just as appreciated or she's just as appreciated as everyone else. And now I've got a new job. It's the spotter, it's Elle's dick spotter. You go to a party, you meet Elle, and you spend your time going around the party trying to find her a nice, hard, long dick it's tough to find some at some of these berlin parties i I mean everyone's high as fuck and sometimes i just like i just want to get railed and i need frank to okay so frank you were walking around the party in search of i actually was i must admit i might have been a little high myself (laughs) and i decided to take it upon myself because Elle was talking to these two girls and they were having a nice cozy chat and i said i'm gonna i'm gonna be her spotter so i went off and i looked around the party and I didn't find any any railing dicks, not of L's, because L, as no. you know, we're talking about. Nary we're talking a hard to, team to be found. It's the Premier League. I know L didn't just want a hard dick. L, well, you know, we're talking Premier League no, here. No, I want front bench, the word Talk for the show. team. That, no, the team, the A team that goes on the field first. You're asking me about sport? <laughs> and I didn't find That's it, so I failed fun. miserably. But if anyone else would like to be a spotter, it's a role, it's a job, it's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> But now to come back to squirting, it's something that I came across first through porn. I'm not a big porn guy, but it's something that I can remember people giggling about and saying, hey, look at this, it's squirting. And seeing it, and obviously like everyone else saying, this, this just isn't real, this is ridiculous, because I didn't know it. Now I did grow up in a, at least at a time in a country when it was very conservative, and it was, people didn't talk about things like this anyway, but it was something that I, I really didn't know of, apart from porns, which people would have smuggled into the country. And, and it's still discussed as if, you know, maybe one of the myths that doesn't even exist, you know, like the G-spot or something. Even like the other day, I saw, mm. saw a podcast produced by the big German newspaper, Die Zeit, where it was like, everything you need to know about myths about sex is squirting an actual thing. What do they say? Yeah. Did they say it was a myth? No. Yeah, no, it was just, you know, like clearly, I don't know, clickbaiting or whatever, but still, it's still played as if. So as, it's I, have a mystery. Sa- as I have said before in the podcast, I've, there's certain things that I'm really into, so finger play and tongue play. And then over the years, as I got more and more into, into sex and into kink, I started to see that some women did squirt or this, it, things got a bit wetter. And, and then I kind of sort of found a way that for some people it seemed to work and work quickly and then it became more of a thing with me it was something that I was into and then with one of a mutual friend of mine and Misty's one night which he showed <laughs> me and since then it's been a thing 
So since then, you can like reliably make any woman squirt. I would say ninety ninety five percent. There are some women who have um, some women who have physic physically. It's physically it's it's difficult and it takes a lot more time and effort, but it can work pretty much with anyone. The only people it doesn't work with people don't like very vigorous hard play with hands. Then with those women, sometimes it, it it doesn't work. But it's definitely a thing, and the science on this is obviously it's women's bodies, not conclusive. So people it, with vaginas, yeah. People with vaginas. Body. Sorry, that there is so much, there's so little science in this. A lot of it seems to be junk, probably because it came from people that presuming it was uh, it was something to do with it was something to do with porn. It was fake, but the research is involved. People saying, you know, is it pee? Is it not? Is it pee? Is it not? And mm. I don't know. Uh, the more I looked into this for the show, I saw that there was there was two differences. It seems, at least in some part, the harder science seems to say that it is connected. At least it's in part urine, but there's nothing conclusive about it. I think there's a difference in the science between female ejaculation and coital incontinence. There seems to be some sort of crossover between is it isn't. From my own experience, from tasting it, from licking it, from drinking it from some women, it is definitely not pee ding, or ding, just ding, pee. Ding, ding. <laughs> Which brings me to the ding, 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 our two seconds. So this is why, um, or this is one of the many reasons, but one of the reasons why G has come in to talk to us today, who leads Squirt Chops. Yeah. G. So I have so much to say. I'm so excited to be talking about something that I discovered that my body could do when I was about 15 years old. My boyfriend at the time was like, have you been faking it this whole time? The three months we'd been fucking prior to that. And I was like, I don't think I've had an orgasm yet still actually. Um, But I couldn't (laughs) say that uh, really. It was not the healthiest relationship. Anyway, since that time I have developed my technique, let's say, to the extent that I don't squirt if I don't want to, and I can squirt, really, like I've said, in about two seconds with some clitoral stimulation. And I, I think, Sorry, I'm just like, <laughs> it's amazing. Please tell us more. Yeah, so I, I think... Oh, I, I want to I wanna talk some about, we've talked about the science already, I want to talk a little bit about the history and also just my own body's experience, which I think is in part due we've mentioned how this mysterious g spot i wonder where they got that name from um uh, many people might understand it as this kind of like ruffled walnutty bit right inside the for me it is at least right inside on the roof of my vaginal opening and what you are mentioning in terms of rigorous pressure that is a technique many people have told me works that consistently for them is something that I think that when I give myself clitoral stimulation I'm actually already accessing my g-spot just because mm. of its proximity to the my vaginal mm. opening I think that is one of my lucky strikes um, mm-hmm. but in terms of squirting through the ages I just love to say that it was mentioned in Taoist text starting in like the fourth century they uh, talk about these these basically 
falling from falling continuously female semens also in the Kama Sutra and like in the jade chamber slippery vaginas and Ooh. all these things really cool um there was also um, Aristotle in like 300 BC talking about female fluids. And a lot of it is very specifically like it's not necessarily orgasm, it's just female pleasure. And so what I think is really interesting is how over time history kind of forgets these things and like when it's remembered and how how it's presented because like like there's so much confusion now what is squirt is it pee what is female ejaculation period the terminology isn't even consistent and also because you were mentioning porn and i know some of you are in the uk i just wanted to say that since 2014 Squirt has been banned in porn in the UK because it's too similar to pee and considered obscene, which no. I think is obscene. Yeah, I remember when that law came in. I did not know that. That is mad because I was thinking, I've never seen squirt on porn actually. And, I, and this is why. It's banned. Some sex workers organized like a group face sitting outside of parliament when, that they, is great. when they passed the law. So, because so, so I think face sitting. Peeing is bad actually never seen squirt on porn and now i know why and i had i had literally had no idea mm-hmm. but you're saying you have been seeing porn with people oh on but i have UK. been seeing porn yeah i have been seeing porn with but it's not that it's not that that's i think it's from being produced in the yeah. uk or yeah, something yeah, yeah. it's not that you can't access internet porn of people peeing or squirting it's the seventh most most searched <laughs> term on pornhub is squirting hang on squirting is the seventh seventh most searched uh, term and it's new it's becoming more so I think mm. yeah, that's 2022 was the seventh most oh, searched G did you do some did you look it up um, n- I don't know about actually popularity in porn but I do know in terms of personal uh, experience that people are mm. quite into it I'm always happy to know that they are because it's something that mm. I can do but I think something that's really interesting to me is that for those who aren't necessarily into bodily fluids as someone who can squirt i'm not that into it either it's something that i can do and i don't want to ever feel bad about and it makes me happy to get to cover someone in liquid and also not having it smell as bad or taste like piss if you don't want to have piss that's great but for me it's something empowering because i can actually see my my body on someone in a way like to come on someone like i'd love to be able to ejaculate all over someone but my ejaculate doesn't (laughs) work like that and i will say that i would happily lay underneath you and have your squirt all over me inside my shoes into my mouth all over my face like yeah so i'm the one who likes to receive the squirt because up until quite recently and we'll talk about it later i'm not much of a squirt and i wish i could squirt, squirt more but i do love receiving squirt and tasting it drinking it and seeing it and diving my face into it like what's your day what's your star sign i'm just curious if you're a water sign i am a (laughs) cancer i have all this because i have a couple other friends who are all the like you know squatters that i know they're all water signs wow and i guess those who struggle the most are air signs I'm an air sign. Are you an air sign? Is Aries air sign? I wouldn't say I struggle. I, I'm not that. I'm not that. You're pretty good. Quick to squirt, but I, I, I can't. I do, and I squirted also when I was with a. I actually electrocuted myself because <laughs> I had a, a back massager that I plugged into the wall when I was like 13, 
and then I squirted on it and it um Wow. Yeah, it electrocuted my pussy. I, I, wish I, I mean, I wish I Wow. I can't believe it. L, you finally give me a reason to take an interest in astrology. <laughs> I had absolutely, I was, I've been ignoring this stuff for way too long. And now, I, now I'm going to be, are you a water sign? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a new one for me. I love it. Oh, earth sign. I can't believe it. Oh, yeah, we did. There you go. You're weighing, Frank. Oh, we, no, we no. Take it, it back. Just Here take we go. it back. We did take advertise myself and, a, and my code teacher, our squirt shop with little squirtles also, just if any the Pokemon, Pokemon lovers. Yes. Um, and I Pokemon. Yeah, I think in terms of relationships to squirting, there's so many different kinds. I'm going to be so curious to hear about your relationship with squirting. And there are some studies. There's a recent 2023 20, one, I think, in Sweden that took 28 people different um, path. I don't know how to pronounce it. But they went from saying it's a superpower to something they're ashamed of. Mm. And there's also, I, I was reading about how in Rwanda, it's a really celebrated trait in terms of the body's capacity. But for the most part, yeah, I, I grew, grew up thinking like, Oh, maybe this is pee. And so in college, I started looking into it and found Dr. Jana Vrangalova, who is a professor of human sexuality at NYU. And I ended up working for her, actually, because she was doing all these studies on squirt and, in general, all kinds of different relationship styles, etc. But I was like, thank you, someone is studying it. And at that time, I read this study about how. They took these people who had emptied their bladders, so zero liquid in their body, and then they got them aroused. And then they did like a, a scan, like basically that could detect the liquid in their bladder filling up. And so what's happening, and then these people could squirt. What, from my understanding, because I haven't been able to, you know, put a little camera up in there, squirt has traces of urine because it passes through the urethra and it comes through the bladder in the same process that you would pee. But it's not processed with ammonia and it's not actually sitting in the bladder. It's just water that's drawn through the body. And for this reason, it tastes and smells. It looks entirely different as we've heard, as we might have experienced. And so these traces of urine creatine that might be in squirt are only because that it's traveling that same same road. Mm. But really... If you look at what it's comprised of, it has what they call PSA, this prosthetic-specific antigen, which is present in semen also, and it comes through the skein's gland. So this is what's also in what they call female ejaculate, which sometimes they also refer to as squirting. Like you said, the research is not clear. It's really unhelpful actually if you are trying to learn about what's happening in your body. It really seems as if a lot of the research is not about what it is or where it comes from, it's is it pee or not? So mm-hmm. the question is also <laughs> been, it's been formed from this other perspective so mm-hmm. it, it's really bizarre and that was exactly what I also saw in some of the studies that I that I looked at and some of the writing on it. Yeah, some are like, it is involuntary emission of urine during sexual activity and also a lot of them link it to orgasm which for me they are not the same whatsoever. Actually, I orgasm probably from holding back the squirt because for mm. me it's this contraction mm. feeling and to release that squirt. Okay, so if I've been fucked really good, squirt's building up, but I just haven't released it because I don't want to wet the bed and it'll get really wet and so I've held it. But 
my bladder, I'll feel it's full with squirt, basically, and I'll have to go to the bathroom after sex. Really so pressing on from behind, because mm -hmm. where, like, on the location-wise, where is it located, actually? In my is bladder. Okay. Yeah, uh, so yeah. It's still, okay, it's okay, still okay, there, okay. but, okay. so basically, if I'm really aroused, like, I'll have to go to the bathroom, and I'll, there'll be a lot of squirt that comes out before I even pee. It's kind of right. like, sometimes people can't come if they have to pee. It's that kind of relationship, I feel oh like. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I think it's is ringing bells in me and like ding 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 like what you said for because literally last night after like being railed to oblivion and uh not squirting i did squirt a few times but i didn't and then needing to pee afterwards and it's happened to me so many times after like a railing and when i say railing like getting fucked really hard with cock in my pussy i'd have to pee so much and it's usually like clearer than usual mm -hmm. coming from different directions kind of mad mad amount of pee why didn't even think I was like that busting for the toilet? Mm -hmm. And now it makes sense. It's the combination like some pee, but mostly squirt that I haven't released. So this is great. Thank you. So actually, you probably have been holding back squirt, and you didn't even Always. realize. I think I've been doing it for forever.com. And and <laughs> yeah. so I think a lot of times the people who I've talked oh. to, let's say mostly men, like I've talked there as there's this 50 year old guy who's like, yeah, I've, every single woman I've been with, I've been able to make squirt, you know? <laughs> and, and like, I know like the person who co-taught this workshop with me, uh, the, I think one of the only people he hasn't been able to make squirt in like seven years is his Was partner. Oh. No, 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 definitely. We, we did it for the first time during our workshop, easy. Like just that pressure up towards the, towards the stomach really. Um, yeah, on that yeah. walnut but i think comfort level is part of this so-called ability as well because if you can't relax and release and also be okay with the fact that maybe you're gonna pee because that's the sensation that you know is happening or for me sometimes i'm nervous i'm gonna shit myself uh it's something it's because in oh, berlin i don't know i don't know if it's the water i've talked about this before oh, or yeah. if it's just like the emotional state of being in germany but i have like almost constant diarrhea and it's not full diarrhea but it's like i don't know it's like a mid on the bristol stool scale i really think it's the water because one yeah. time i came back uh, or, or again, the emotions, but... We had a sexy topic up until... But, well, is it... No, that's the thing. I listened to y'all Scott episode, actually, and I was so excited to talk because it's another but, bodily fluid, but we don't sure. have the same relationship. Yeah, but this did it. happen to me, like, not that long ago that this guy, I could feel that he was going to make me squirt, but I could also feel that if I squirted, I was going to shit myself. <laughs> and then I was like, but I really want to squirt. So I literally just, like, put my... I put my hand by my butt and then I literally caught the shit oh my god it wasn't a lot and then I squirted and then was just like I have to go to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and it was still solid shit <laughs> no I mean it's pretty much like yeah someone really wanted me to squirt and I was like okay I really got to perform it was you know I was I was trying to make sure they had their desires met and I was in a shower luckily and there just some shit came out and I was like we just, none, we just looked at each other and I just, just took the shower head and washed it down and it's <laughs> just, just but it's funny because I've never squirted it but I had many guys getting very ambitious with me never? and never like you know there's been like more than usual floor building up so you can like you can listen to the vagina do noises basically but there was never 
actually like never made a distance basically and even though I was like I love rough hand play and they kept going and then they were like Gee, but like it was like yeah I just feel like I have to pee and they were like this is the, this is the feeling <laughs> push it <laughs> but even then and we, we were on a balcony on a table there was you know nothing to be I could have just let go and it still wouldn't come so I felt did like you let go well, I mean did like, you feel like you let go like not on the like I was on the toilet so no I, tr- I tried I feel sometimes when it's when somebody really wants me to squirt then I'm also like I don't know sometimes the then I feel the pressure or something yeah I also have definitely been in that situation where someone really wants it and I'm like I, oh. it feels like it's mechanically right but like I just I don't want to give it to you but doesn't it come back to this conversation we were having at some point one of our episodes about how when someone wants to like what am I trying to say like someone wants to do something and then you feel obliged to do it and then you're wondering mm. am I doing it for me or am I doing it for them and that can also come into play all this pressure to like if someone's like I'm going to do it and I'm going to give it to you then the pressure's on and you want to give it to them then it becomes about them and not about you and I think as soon as I made it about me in re- talking recent time when I'm not trying and I let go and I relax, that's the second I squirt. And I had no idea what it felt like until that warm feeling just came over me. And like, it maybe does feel how it feels if you were wetting the bed at night with the warmth all around that area. And yeah, it is really only when I stop trying too hard and stop thinking about it and not caring. And it does help that I wasn't having like a shit diet that day. <laughs> or that I don't really care about messing the bed, or if I'm going to fight or shit, then I don't care. It's not going to like ruin my relationship with this person. There's a lot of factors at play when it comes to squirting, and I'm sure it's a lot to do with mechanics mm. and the walnut thing, uh, which is a new term which I'm obsessed with now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm just talking because I, I thought I was never a squirt. I could hardly squirt. And like you, Misty, like I was feeling some gushes, wetness mm. or additional liquid there mm-hmm. but tell you what look at the look at the i'm going to post on instagram i squirted on the floor a big amount i just looked down and took a picture of it um I, I scooped it up with my hand my two hands and i clapped that square and it sprayed all over us and it was i don't know the clap was like a celebration of the square and i just like it's something it's something to be celebrated when you because this is a sign for me at least of being able to let go finally during sex after all these years of holding back and caring about initially the male gaze and what other people think of you and so forth so but is that I'm really glad we're having this conversation thank you uh, <laughs> it's what's nice about it and you know I mean like being able to let go finally is a great feeling I imagine but is yeah. it is it comparable to just, you know, if we have to pee very urgently and you run to the bathroom, you finally pee and you <laughs> notice you've been sighing out of relief. Is this why you would be hunting, you know, to squirt? Because I have to say, like, I would much rather work on my ability to take big dicks in my butt, for example. You know, give, the, the squirt, that is not, it's not even, I like, should it be intriguing to me? So I would say that building up to bigger things in your ass is something yeah that probably takes gradual training but 
from my understanding, if there's a level of comfort and trust with a partner that is trying to let you squirt, help you squirt, I, unless your, let's say, G-spot, I don't know, something to do with your anatomy is um, different uh, from the average person's, I don't think, from my understanding, that it's actually going to be that much effort to mm -hmm. happen. Do you want mm -hmm. it to happen? That's another question. And that's mm -hmm. totally valid if there's no desire to have it happen other than just the novelty. Again, I don't squirt in my self-pleasure, really, unless I want to... It's really nice. I don't really ever need lube because I can just like squirt a little mm -hmm. and use it as mm -hmm. wetness. And so sometimes I do that for myself. But can otherwise, you fully control when to stop again? Yeah. So you just, wow. But I don't do a lot because that's just messy. And mm -hmm. for the most part, I don't want to deal <laughs> with a mess if I don't have to. Mm -hmm. So really, it's mm -hmm. not that. Yeah, it's like, like period sex. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just I, I, the, the privilege of choosing it means that I don't most of the time, I will say. Mm. I wanted to go back to the, the, the myth about piss and squirt because literally it's like such a big one. Yeah. Every time conversation comes. And that, that's because I told you that obviously I want you to tell me, but I just want to say that I know that I think I know where that comes from because, you know, I told you earlier that I love to just eat squirt like I'm all over it. And so I can tell when someone's squirting for the first time in a session because I will taste or smell a little bit of urine mm -hmm. in that first initial squirt. Mm -hmm. But if they're going to continue squirting on, then that's just, I don't smell it or taste it again. And, of course, we all know that I like to drink piss anyway, so it's like a double for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, tell us a bit, like, is that, do you think that's the reason why there's this misconception about squirt being piss because... People have tasted it and smelt this, which people know what that taste and smells like. And people don't know what square smells and tastes like because we haven't, we just don't. Yeah. I know, I know. Yeah, so. Many people don't. Let's, let's think of ana anatomically why, like a penis. Piss comes from that little hole at the end, but so does pre-cum and so does cum. And those things are not all three the same. We People with vaginas, vulvas, piss, and cum, and we also have squirt, which I think actually is kind of the equivalent of pre-cum. Some people leak a lot, some people don't, but it's like this lighter yeah. fluid that isn't like, we have these skein glands in the vagina that's produces this kind of more milky, like if I come hard, there's like this white, thicker, yeah. viscous... I Delicious. think, I mean, I don't know if it's even a liquid, really, but it's like... I, it's like frothy? I, it's also, like, how yeah. you salivate. It definitely tastes, mm -hmm. it definitely yeah. tastes different. Okay, exactly. And so that, I think, is, like, what I kind of equate to the the penis cum, and then you have, like, this pre-cum or squirt that I can actually push way more than, I think, a penis ever does with its pre-cum, or I'm not sure, really, again, the the how that works phys in f with physics but then you but it's coming from the same place but that doesn't mean it's the same thing true i was yeah. surprised when you said again earlier that it was still like that it would still sit in the bladder because i thought it may just you know come even though you know a urinal tract is shorter that would come in later basically so i think it's like there's like bits where it's processed and then it's also stored and mm. again i'm not i'm not an expert on like what's happening to your piss i, I'm, I do want to look more into it but i think that if it's not 
being added ammonia and these other things mm-hmm. like creatine it, that it's not going to actually change its continuity of what it is it's just this liquid that mm-hmm. if you're yes. well hydrated i try to drink a lot of water it'll always be in my body to be drawn upon i think it's it's also like how if you're deep throating or something i mean it's probably not the same but you produce a lot of different kind of saliva that just from getting penetrated you're also like your body's like oh i'm gonna and then if someone's fucking your throat a lot where for me you just get you know and the spit is a different consistency like thicker i think my spit if i'm deep throating then my spit gets more i think it's protecting the throat so it gets more thick from my experience like the whole the pee thing is always a thing because people who haven't done it and then they do it they say it felt like yeah, that was the thing. They were afraid before. They'd felt it before, and they are afraid they were going to pee. And then when they let go, they squirted. But they also said there was a difference. They didn't feel like they'd peed. Mm. So, but then as well, it doesn't It doesn't really, in 99% of times, it doesn't stain like pee. I have kids. Kids, when they pee, they wet mm. the bed. They stain beds. It doesn't, it doesn't stain. I don't know, mm. gee, can you... Does not. And <laughs> I'm also, as some of you may know, I'm not as much into all the fluids as some of you. I'm definitely not into the poo. I'm just into shit. But um, <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Definitely not. But Basically, for me, I've always thought there's like three tastes. Well, something's like water. It's like some women are just like water. Some women, it's a little bit like pee, but not really. And then other women, there's kind of a maybe like, I don't know. It smells a bit like bacon. I'm vegetarian, so I don't really know what, bacon, <laughs> what it tastes like anymore. Interesting. But I've just, I've, there's always three, and I, and every time in my head, I obviously don't say this. Oh, you're a bacon, but. Every, <laughs> Every, t- every time I put into one of these three boxes, and it's quite funny because it's it's, funny. it's very different. But I think each each person has always said, and and this is another thing because I think you said at the start, G, that no one has ever said it's like an orgasm. They've mm. always said, "Wow, it's amazing. That's a great feeling." Oh no, it's something different. So whatever the quality, because obviously I don't know anything about the qualitative differences are. They've always been very clear to say, "No, it's not. It's not an orgasm. It's something different. It's amazing." But then other then there's a whole spectrum of how good or how not or how this or how not. But for me, it is. For me, it is like an orgasm. I don't know because yeah, (laughs) because I I guess I first started doing it myself on my clit, and if I make myself come with a vibrator like four or five times then like the, that or sometimes sooner but like it's definitely more than once then it's as I come I, squ- I like let oh, go and squirt yeah. but then if somebody is making me squirt or I'm squirting with someone and they're fucking me it's for me a feeling like coming That's okay but, I love yeah. that and I, I think my my whole point of saying it's not necessarily linked to orgasm is that when I'm squirting I'm coming and but that yeah. exactly and so maybe other people do and that's amazing and I wish I did honestly but the whole thing is there here yeah here's a function that the body which is incredible can do it's going to be different for everybody this is my experience everyone's going to have their own and at the end of the day there is no prescription so I think because we've we've had to unlink piss from squirt and we've had to unlink orgasm for squirt for the most part in pop culture that's something that i feel is really important to say that it doesn't necessarily mean x i feel men when i've like been touching men's prostates they also say if they're not used to coming while their prostate's being stimulated they're often also like i feel like i'm gonna pee i don't know if it's ah, happened to you but i've definitely heard that i feel like it's bullshit that we have to prove that it's not piss misty you said earlier i don't want to like sweep it under the bed that you've never squirted and someone asked you, do you want to square? And I don't think you've answered the question. 
do you want to squirt? Because you can, you said you'd rather focus your energy on taking big cocks up your ass rather than squirting. And why is that? I need to know. Well, it's not. Yeah, there's no, it's not. It's not been an obsession of me. You know that I'm like, oh, I really want, I really want to have that experience. But for sure, exact. You know, if you're a generally curious person, you don't turn out a novel experience. Turn down a novel experience. So I'd be more than happy to squirt and find out if I'm bacon. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> I, probably am. Oh, I, do, I just have to say, so maybe it's funny. also because the context uh, has always been. I think these really obstinate, slightly frustrated men working on me. That this has always been the context where I've been, you know. Right. Yeah. So it hasn't been about you being about these guys or these people in your. You know, giving me this first experience. Yeah. And so I think maybe also I just grew tired of this, you know, male ambition. Uh, That that, totally. (laughs) I feel like anything that is like, oh, like a nice thing, then it just turns into men trying to like harness that thing in order to prove something to themselves. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. It felt like that all the time at work when it's like, people just wanting to have me have pleasure but so that they would feel better about themselves yeah but i guess it's you can feel that when it's not when it's like that we say that that's like an authentic pleasure man we were talking about in african cultures how squirting is i don't know a part of the culture or does anyone know where that comes from and i said i asked because i have a friend who is from uganda and has bought his practice of giving female ejaculation back from his home here to London and is doing it for work and I think he was the first person to successfully squirt me he's um, really good he's ex- excellent I'm going to ask them if they'd like for me to put their link on our in our show notes because they actually do it for people who want to get get involved in, and to learn and get joke. wet yeah basically get wet and get squirted on I just I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be a pedant here and say that yes. we just use the word ejaculation in terms of referring to squirting and this is part of the thing it's so complicated that even been shown the it's like we we've talked about how sometimes we're too strict with language or how we look at terms it's it's limiting but also it's it's empowering to be able to have language to talk about your body and i love that we have this term squirting in general because what what were they saying before that were they saying female ejaculation is when you and i think that's okay Sorry, I'm getting excited here, but that's, I think, why I care so much about it not necessarily being linked to orgasm, because ejaculation is what, for me, happens when, in my mind, when I orgasm, and it's, like, thicker, white, milky, and then I also squirt, which isn't necessarily orgasm, Mm -hmm. and... I don't know where that term came from. <laughs> it's funny, and the reason that I say I use female ejaculation is because what they is what they use in the website uh, with them because mm. that's what's luring people. Because a lot of women, in particular, are searching for this, and there's this thing where they think that if they can ejaculate, that they have that they have actually orgasm. So yeah, it's, it's it is complicated. So Jay, I just wanted to ask because you said that you were giving squirt shops. Can you just give us a very quick overview of what do they look like and what do people take away from them? Yeah. So a lot of what we talked about today, I tell them about some history and some of these studies, which 
you know, they say between 10 to 60% of people can squirt, but really it's probably more. And so at the end of the workshop, for anyone who wants, we do some hands-on demonstrations and experimentations. I show people this infamous two-second roll, and um, we get our hands inside some vaginas and oh baby yeah I, that sounds great I, it was great we my co-teacher was able to make people squirt for the first time and that was really cool to see and i definitely don't have as much experience on the making people squirt side mm -hmm. i'm usually the squirter mm -hmm. but it was really fun to also get some hands-on experience and just work with people even feeling that so called walnut engorged G spot. Oh, the, and the, the walnut. The walnut. <laughs> the walnut. Um, I told you how much I love squirting. I mean, no, I love squirt on me. Mm -hmm. But I also love to have long, ridiculously long nails. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, and if you ever see my long nails, have a look at the Instagram. <laughs> Those red nails are mine. Um, Gorge. And so some people like, you know, and I like to, I can, I feel like I'm, I can safely put my fingers in, in pussies. But I have not really successfully made someone squirt unless they can squirt from clip. So what do you think, like, do, for me to successfully squirt, do you think I need to have shorter nails? For you to successfully squirt? Did you make someone squirt? To, no, oh. for me to su successfully squirt someone. And for myself, actually. No, I actually couldn't think of it. It, I would, it would be a dream to be able to squirt on someone as well. I think from, from the technique I learned, if you were to use those nails to make someone squirt, it would end up looking like a horror film. But I wouldn't say don't not try. Don't give up. Like, yeah, like especially on yourself. If you're gonna be sensitive enough to what's okay, go for it. I I would be so curious to know that you could find a way yeah. to yeah. make that you're work right. for yourself. Thank you. So I think I should start on myself, and I'm gonna have to come to a squirt shop. So see you next time I'm in Berlin. Cannot wait. Oh my gosh. I'll yeah. maybe even give you a little treat after. <laughs> Are we flirting? <laughs> I don't know. Are, are we? Damn, I think so. <laughs> so there's a famous squirter that I can still hear you laughing. But there's a famous, uh, another famous squirter that I know named uh, Lola Jean. And just before the lockdown, I went to a kinky, to a kinky speed dating thing in London. It was really funny because I was going to one of these events, and I'll find out the name of it where they were trying to really promote um, in-person dating because everything was going online, but it was whack because that day of the of this uh, thing was literally a week before the lockdown, so that all went to shit. But Lola Jean was there and she spoke to us and about the squirting and then I found her on Instagram and I read that she holds the world record for the, for the most volume of squirting which was how much I wrote it's, it down. It was, what was it? I, I also wrote it down because you, it's over a thousand milliliters, 1,350. Yeah, 1,350, but, but for yeah. me, the impressive thing, and shout out Lola Jean, you are totally. amazing, way more famous than me. I was so impressed that that record happened in 24 seconds. So that yes, means that's right. that means that it's not just about yeah, yeah it's it's like, just like the gush is a torrent immediately because I can continuously squirt for a while until I'm emptied and I've never actually measured although I've thought about it and I think I could I could get a few glasses probably but wow. but 
I don't think it would be that quick. And so that's honestly the most yeah. impressive part for but, me. But isn't this anatomical? Like, not all people can squirt that much. Like, I know, I know yeah. from, from playing with people and them squirting, some people could very quickly do a lot. And then I've also met people who, maybe like yourself, G, knew from a long time, they knew how to control it, they could turn it on, they could sit over me and just let it pour out and hit me. Whereas there was other people need a bit of play. Need, so it, it seems to be there's a, there's a spectrum of uh, ability is the wrong word as well because it sounds too progressive. But so I don't know if everybody can can always hit a point where they can let that much go and that quick, no? Or Def what do you definitely, think? Definitely. I think, it, it, the, again, like everything, it's a spectrum. And there's this one study from 2013, I'm going to have to send you so much for show notes, where about 29% yeah. say... It, basically, it was approximately two ounces on average was how what's much... What's that? Sorry, what's two ounces? What's that in uh, milliliters? Oh, my God, not that much. But the world record is 1,300 milliliters, and that's around, that's roughly around two points. That's over a liter. Yeah. Yes, and it's roughly around two points for Irish. the Brits and Americans. Irish for metric. <laughs> we measure our squirts in metric in Ireland. We're that progressive. Uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's so incredible. And I remember, I would remember very distinctly the first time I ever saw squirt, but I just didn't know it existed. I was at a play party in a different, a different city than, than where I am. And someone was being spanked, spanked on their ass by their partner. They were bent over and I just saw someone laying down some towels. I'm like, what's this about? And this person squirted from their pussy uh, from being spanked. It was a BDSM wow. club. Wow. And I was like, what? And it was probably two meters, uh, the, the, the length of squirt. Mm -hmm. And I was like, so impressed, so excited. And I'm like... <laughs> Because at the time I was exploring, like, I was being submissive at the time. And I was like, wow, you know, I want to get to that point where someone's spanking me and makes me, like, do this. Like, what are they doing? Um, but, yeah, so that was really impressive. That was the first time I saw it. And I guess I've been hooked ever since. I love that you mentioned <laughs> towels. Also, quick shout out to people who are squirting yes. or discovering squirting and realizing it can get messy. There are things like sheets that are plastic or, you know things that are absorbent for let's say incontinent adults actually um people, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like puppy pads also are yeah. a great thing and there's yeah. a lot of ways to work around this i i did have in college when i wasn't so i guess skilled at uh controlling i would i would have towels on rotation pretty much um <laughs> but you have to you have to layer them because they'll soak through um yeah there are I, special towels you can buy online now because of this like um, they're probably overpriced, but I remember I was at a play party and uh, someone brought in a towel, and I thought it was for hygiene reasons, like they didn't like. And then of course I found out very quickly that it was for square, and I was like, yeah, I was like, I was quite impressed. Like that's a pretty good, and uh, a really nice thing to do, particularly if you go into someone's house mm -hmm. to bring your own towel yeah. Yeah. or blanket. This was not a towel. This was a very big blanket. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the fact that people are into squirt just makes me feel <laughs> good because it, it's like it's like someone saying that they like something about you. It's mm. it's 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 validating. It's empowering. And even if it's not something necessarily that gets me off to get other people off, brings me pleasure also. Mm -hmm. And so at the end of the day, like for me, squirting is just another way that people are brought joy and that's what's so exciting about it. God, amen. That's oh, a great I love that. Amen. <laughs>
Thank you so much. Thank yeah, you so like, much Shay, for coming on the show. Such a joy. Thank you, Thank you all. Such Y'all an, are the best. Um, <laughs> Thank you, G. Thanks for coming in to give us all of this information. And once again on Crude, we get to the point where we have stats and we have facts, but we're still not to the bottom of the phenomenon. But we definitely think it's something, it's definitely become a thing. It's people are talking about it more. People are seem to be into it more. People are more curious. People accept that it's not a myth anymore. Even the Zeit, the venerable Zeit newspaper says it's not a myth. But uh, it's definitely something worth asking about, inquiring about. And if you can or can't do it, it doesn't really matter, but it is a thing. Thank you, G, for sharing your experiences about your squirt chops. It's already my word of the year, is squirt chop. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Thank you very much for giving me this new word. I don't know when I'm ever going to be able to use it, but I really, really, really want to use it. Well, I'll let you know if there's going to be any more in the future here in Berlin. Oh, let me know. Oh, I will. Because I'll be coming to the school. We can have a crude squirt. We can also have yeah. another Effie and G flirt chop. Oh, I'm, down. That again. I'm down. I think we're all hearing this now. Sure. <laughs> um, Misty, thank you. Are you gonna? Is 2024 gonna be the year when, after everything else, is this your? Is this what your home run is? <laughs> That's my fifth base. God, fifth base so. in 2024 for Misty is gonna be squirting. You've heard squirting. it here. You've been listening to Crude, <laughs> wherever you are. Good night. Good night. Bye, everyone. Thanks so much. You've just been listening to Crude. If you'd like to join the conversation, follow us on Insta, Crude underscore podcast, C-R-U-D-E underscore podcast, or email us on crude.berlin at gmail.com.